This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we are looking at Rutherford County. Our focus is on Rutherford County. And with us this morning is our county mayor, Bill Ketrin. Hey, Bill, good morning to you. Hey, Bart, good morning to you. Good to have you with us. You brought a a, a birthday buddy with you. I did. I did. Today's uh, deputy to the mayor, Steve Sound's birthday. I I told him it was double nickels or the speed limit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy birthday. Thank you, Bart. Thank you. Congratulations to you. I can't Another drive year. 55. That'd make a good song, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> you hear a, a song being created yes, right sir. there. 55. Never thought I'd make it this far. If I knew I was going to last this long, I'd have taken better care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have you both with us today. Thank you. Let's take a look at uh, some of the things that uh, you're facing uh, as far as the state, I guess. Wait a minute, Bart. Did, did I win the banana pudding? I mean, you, you said happy you birthday. You did win the banana pudding. I did? Yes, you Are did. you serious? I am, yeah. Well, we the were. landed on you today. I did not know that. Awesome. You awesome. get to go over to the Slick Pig and have some of that delicious well, banana pudding. Well, see, I did. not have to give it to me because he's on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Bill, you probably never have to worry about. I'll come off the diet weight. today. That's the, you can't be on a diet on your birthday. Well, so. that's true. That yeah. is true. No, we were having a meeting this morning, and I didn't get to hear the birthday deal this morning, so I missed Where it. Where the ferry landed, and I and I listen every morning. So that's awesome. Well, okay. congratulations. Looking to forward to banana pudding from Slick Pig. I, I love that's that where stuff. We'll eat today. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot beat the Slick Pig. I tell you. Well, let's look at some of the things that are happening uh, with the city, uh, with the county. Uh, the uh, the landfill, yes, sir. That, that's right up on top of the of – because the, it's getting more full each each week. Sure, each. sure. And, and it's, been, uh, it's been on our front burner for a long time, you know, uh, somewhere close to 30 years. <laughs> we don't move fast. Uh, we don't move fast, but it's it's been a, a, a an issue that we're dealing with and continuing to. But uh, we're closer than we've ever been as far as determining what we're going to do for the next 25 years because we, infinite wisdom of the county commission, we put together, uh, I led them through the process of a RFI, and now the RFP recently went out last month. And uh, we're putting those um, uh, a spreadsheet together as to we had nine, companies who submitted an rfp and uh so that spreadsheet is going to reveal to us what each one of them wants to do uh, you know there has expertise in be it uh republic who is currently out there waste management who's down in marshall county uh waste away up in warren county uh and we have one as far away as uh, uh brussels 
uh, Belgium. Yeah, Belgium in the in the EU. Yes, sir. That that is far away. That's a good commute. Yes. Uh, what what is the most unique? Now you've looked at the, the ways people are proposing mm-hmm. uh, for years, but what's the most unique way that you've seen uh, in your studies? Uh, probably the most unique is the company out of California who just recently built a um, a refinery, kind of like an oil refinery outside of Reno, Nevada. And they take uh, anaerobic food waste and turn it into jet fuel, JP4 jet fuel. So uh, that's probably a, uh, the most unique, I think, at, at this point. But I think uh, uh, the ways of, of just taking it out there, dumping it, and burying it is those days are gone. So we have to start looking at, at uh, different alternatives, whether it be composting, you know, putting in some type of state-of-the-art composting, taking – uh, are building a state-of-the-art recycling facility. Uh, there's a company over in Lebanon, Tennessee, who submitted called Rockwood. They submitted a bid, and, and uh, they've been doing this for quite some time. Right, They have a location right here in Rutherford County, uh, right out by... Uh, uh, what's the right quarry going? Vulcan. Vulcan. Uh, right there on the left, right when you go outside past uh, the Harley-Davidson mm-hmm. dealership mm-hmm. over there, there's a rock quarry right there, and they have a location. And they, they take shingles, asphalt shingles, you know, that come off of all the homes, and they take it, grind it up, and, and uh, turn it back in and, and create uh, the petroleum product out of it and turn it into to, uh, uh, asphalt so with the rock. Where's that low jack? Well, Lojack, uh, I think uh, Vulcan bought out Lojack yeah. just recently. Yeah. So those are things that are possibly correct on the on the drawing table. Yes, After sir. all of our studying, it seems like in a perfect world, there's about eight to ten percent that still have to go to a landfill. landfill. That's correct. Period. If you had state of the art recycling, state of the art composting, and all these many different things that you might, have we've been talking about pieces to the puzzle. You would still have eight to ten percent going to landfill, and even if we get into that uh, mode of thinking, it's going to take us a while to get there because we have sure. not been thinking. Yes, yeah. yeah. recycling. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of that's education, and mm-hmm. and some of them has have proposed in their RFPs ways to help educate as they start. Uh, you know what, whatever company we decide, if we decide on one to do it all, or if we decide bits and pieces from different companies. Uh, Rockwood also takes um, uh, uh, landfill uh, construction debris, you know, lumber, sheet rock, that type stuff, and and so they're taking it at their facility over in Lebanon. You know, right now we're we're kind of restricted at our landfill from taking any of that. So, uh, like when a tornado hit, where's all that construction material go? It's, it's got to be scooped up and taken somewhere and processed. And brush, I mean, that's a yeah. big brush is a big deal on limbs you know, and air waste. And, yeah, yeah. One thing that uh, we haven't really talked about that much, we've talked about the life that's left in the landfill. Yes, sir. But obviously we can't continue until that very last day and then switch over. We have to build a, a plant or whatever system we're going to. You have to have that ready so Correct. on the last day you can transition. Correct. 
So what what kind of uh, time schedule are you looking at? To, to build a, a state-of-the-art uh, recycling or composting facility, be less for a composting facility, recycling facility, where they actually have the conveyor belts and you get a, a, a tipping floor or the garbage trucks back up, drop it, and then you got a knuckle boom that picks it up and puts it and goes on the conveyor belts, and, it, and then it, the metals are... are um, uh, with a magnetic pulled out, and then you got pickers sitting inside that actually do the picking in, on a high speed. And they'll take all the aluminum and the plastic and drop them down into you know vats underneath it that will catch them in open top containers. Um, uh, they're experimenting with robots uh, doing that uh, that are that are self learning. Uh, they can com- computerize those uh, robots who will learn. Uh, to make the determination between a a, um, a green plastic bottle and a white plastic bottle, uh, that that needs to be recycled and it pulls it out. So we're going to probably see whatever direction you're going, mm-hmm. we're going to see uh, progress going in that direction. What's, what we are, sure? and, and, and several of the companies who put in an RFP are talking about um, <clears throat> curbside recycling, uh, which is going to uh, take an educational process and and to get all the citizens to to start uh, doing curbside recycling, uh, the pick up garbage uh, once a week, and then maybe the recycling products every other week. You know, what do we do with all the tires? What do we do with all the glass? You know, those type things. Um, what do we do with all the tires? I mean, right now we're, we're paying. We're paying. That's what I'm wondering. We're paying. We're paying for somebody to come that. pick it up. But it's not happening, is it? No, it's not. And and that's where's the, that money going? Well, that's that's the problem. We're we're having to go out and pick up. We've got crews from the workhouse going out and picking up stuff because people are taking it out and dumping it. So we're also working with our state legislature to increase the fines for littering. Right now, it's only fifty dollars, and we need to put some teeth in that. And um, if if we want to get serious about it, because fifty dollars, people don't care. They just keep on throwing it out. It's so nasty. That was one of the solid waste. Uh, um, educators you know in school that um, one of them was talking about not too long ago you know we're we're trying to teach our citizens you know you're instead of rolling down the window and throwing out your bag of fast food that you've got left over to actually throwing it in the trash at home or and then also going from that not throwing it in the trash at home but separating it into the recycle type situations that you need to recycle and separate it and it's a big just education turn you know we started that years ago with the county commission the mayor mm-hmm. was uh heck leading that charge on that uh recycle rutherford recycle rutherford and, back uh, in the 90s yeah i remember when we were doing it at the kroger's yeah. the yeah. kroger's gave us locations and then people started coming in and throwing their trash where are you supposed to do the recycling and so it's a it's a it's a big educational piece that um i think that's why california did what they did as far as doing some mandates and doing some laws and putting them in place where you have to do this uh are you going to be fined uh to actually get the reduction from the landfill itself and start recycling this stuff the way we're supposed to now you mentioned county curbside recycling which i guess that's really the only way to make it happen uh, curbside, and and so people don't have to go to a convenience center or some other place to recycle. They can do it uh, in their container on the street. Well, yes and no, but I mean, 
well, some of those folks out in the county they don't have curbs you know so uh, they also don't have garbage pickup well that's true that's true uh, and that's so why they come to our well they do private we know? have 14 I mean, yeah, yeah we have 14 yeah but some people out in rockville and eagleville and some other places they they that's May why not. we have convenience sure. centers sure that they bring their stuff and drop it off and you know uh we, we've got to educate there too even for folks who come to the convenience centers that all it takes is is one jar of peanut butter that hasn't been cleaned out and you drop that into a whole container of plastic bottles and jars and it becomes contaminated and so you can't sell that you have to take it to the landfill dump it off so one person ruined it for everybody hmm. you know so there's going to be a there's going to be a, a or you're docked at the recycling thing you know maybe we didn't catch that yeah. and we took it to the recycling uh place and then they see it's contaminated, and so then they don't give us the full, you know, 30-yard whatever we're supposed to get, you know, for that because it's contaminated. So now they just cut us in half or docked us, you know, pretty much the whole load. Well, uh, even if you had countywide uh, pickup or curbside recycling, you would still have issues like that pop up. That's correct. You? Right. Yes, sir. That's why the mayor, what he's talking about in this state-of-the-art recycling, there's pickers. You know, and robotics that are picking this stuff out and uh, picking the plastic out and separating it from the uh, from the contaminated waste. Let's take a phone call. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? I'm doing well. I just wanted to add to the conversation. It's one of our convenience centers. Uh, can you talk a little closer to your phone? Yes. At one of the convenience centers last week, our plastic container filled up. So the people who decided that, well, I'm still going to recycle, so they put it in with the newspaper. So guess what? On Monday morning, we had to dump that container, newspaper, and plastic as trash just because they mixed it together. Wow. We, okay. So, so the education that they're talking about is something that we really need to push forward with. Y'all have a good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you, sir. Thank our, you, Mac. Our phone number. <laughs> That's six. our solid waste director. <laughs> He's on top of it. He is. <laughs> Either that or he was throwing his voice off to sound like our solid waste director. (laughs) 615-893-1450. What about the new uh, convenience centers? Uh, Mm I understand you're getting some new ones. Will they help in this process? Well, they're not new. We just want to go in and and remodel them, uh, so to speak. Um, And our attempt is to put the word convenience back into convenience centers. Make it convenient for the for our citizens. There's, uh, Mark. There's not a, another department that touches our citizens more than our convenience centers. Oh, tell them about the thrift store. Uh, we just recently, the county commission, uh, we entertained a a um, a proposal from a company uh, that is going to come in and put a trailer, and county commission signed off on it. They're going to put a trailer uh, in each one of our. Uh, convenience centers based on the size and need they'll look at the traffic flow and they're going to start uh, accepting um, textiles like mm-hmm. uh, gently used clothing items uh, chairs desks lamps that type of stuff similar to goodwill but it's uh, it, it, it's a little mm-hmm. bit different and and the cool thing about this I, th- I think it's a different company that kind of competes with goodwill but uh, they're going to put the trailers in to collect this they'll man it the county doesn't have to pay for it they'll have somebody there accepting those recyclable uh materials 
uh, and a percentage that whatever they sell that come out of our convenience centers are going to go back to Make-A-Wish Foundation. And it will go to, I think they have seven or eight children that are on Make-A-Wish uh, uh, list right here in Rutherford County that that money will go to. So those uh, the trailers will not be thrift stores. That's just where you're collecting items, and they will go to Make-A-Wish thrift stores somewhere? No, 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 no. The, no. The, the materials will be given at our convenience center. They'll put them in that trailer, and then once the trailer gets full, then they'll take it and, and sell it. Uh, like It's like a semi-trailer. Like a semi-trailer. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. And you may have seen them in some other areas or something, some other counties where it's Goodwill, and this is the... It's just like Goodwill, but it's the thrift store. You know, the Goodwill uh, sure. that was down there right. in front of Lowe's and right. Target. Right. This will be the same thing, but we'll have it inside the gates of our convenience center. It's a different company out of Birmingham, Alabama. And so they'll accept all that, and then and then they'll, whatever they sell from those uh, used materials, the household goods and, and clothing, then uh, they'll donate a percentage to the Middle Tennessee uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, and uh, it'll go to to giving those wishes to those kids who have leukemia or cancer or anything else here in Rutherford County. Now, this will be at every convenience yes, center? Yes, sir. The They're going to be the started, Bart, April 1st, which is tomorrow. They're going to uh-huh. start setting them, and uh, they should have them all in by the 15th, uh, weather permitting, but uh, they should have them all mm-hmm. in and situated by the 15th. Now, where will the goods be sold, though? Do, do they have a store somewhere? Yeah, they'll they'll be trucked back to their thrift stores. I mean, and but are there? I haven't seen one. There's not one in Rutherford County that I know of. Okay. Yeah, they got some in Nashville. Yeah. They're in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. They're in Atlanta. But they are looking for a location here. Okay. So this is kind of to get in our community and get started, and for folks to start seeing, you know, their trailer and everything and what they do, and then this will also help them into whenever they do find a location for their store here in Rutherford County. So you're remodeling all of the convenience centers. Yes, sir. Uh, it's our intent, and we're going to start out. Depends on if we get this grant, uh, we'll do all of them at one time. If not, then uh, uh, we don't get the grant. Then we're planning on doing at least four to start off with. How uh, many do we have? Uh, we have uh, fourteen, and then if you add the Haley Road, which is just recycling, no trash drop off there on Haley, um, that'll be a total of fifteen. Okay. Uh, and, and you uh, obviously are wanting to cut down on people littering, yes, which sir. we've seen a, a dramatic increase lately. I just well, trash the, along the your, roads. Yeah, with your population. Steve and I were coming back from the uh, Capitol yesterday, and, and the mowers are out there. It's time to mow, and so the state mowers are out there. And close to the same time you start mowing, whatever's underneath that, that grass that's grown up, it's going, you know. It, so trash everywhere. Got to get the crews back out there and pick up all the trash. Well, It's Bart, just nasty. Also, our um, Correctional Work Center has started picking up trash with uh, two crews. Um, well, actually, three. They got, they got the three. women. They got the women that are actually going out, and and uh, a lot of people have called the office and said that they they uh, really commended the seeing the women out there picking up trash, and they're using them at the the uh, interstate exchanges, mm-hmm. uh, picking up trash. And our um, Correctional Work Center uh, director out there has stated, you know, we can clean up 24 or the portion of 840, and then at the end of the week, it's it's right back. So, you know, that's people maybe coming through that's not Rutherford Countyans, so to speak. At least I hope so. 
you know, hope well, it's not right for a lot of that's commercial, just flying off the back of trucks, people not securing right. it. Now, what we're finding out in the county is just just people just being, you know, uh, really trashy. They, you know, refrigerators and couches and mattresses and stuff, and they'll find some isolated place out in the country and dump it. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of a fine is there now, and what do you... $50. What are you hoping it to be? Oh, we'd like to go to 500 We got permission from the uh, Public Works Committee to go to 500 and they really want to go to 1000 But there's a conflict in the code, in the Tennessee Code. One section says we can charge up to $500, each county can. But then another section of the code says you can only do 50 unless the uh, General Sessions judge sets a jury trial um, so they can... They can if you find them over fifty dollars, they have the opportunity to go before jury. Well, unfortunately, that's where the conflict is because in the code in state law, a general sessions judge can't set a jury. You know, so so you're sitting there. You know, Somebody created that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's got to be fixed. Conflict in codes. Yeah. Yes, sir. So how do you go through the legislation? Yeah, I've already contacted uh, Jeremy Faison. Um, uh, he's the majority. House uh, uh, caucus chairman, and he lives in in Cock County uh, at the foothills of, of the Smokies, and he he walks a lot in the Smokies, and and he says it's just getting terrible even up there. People are just you know you want to be out in nature and they're having to step over plastic water bottles and you know sardine cans and you know. Also, Bart, part of this is, is and it's somewhat already in there that uh, and we want this to. It's part of education and getting out there. If someone turns somebody else in, you know, or if we, we're we picking up trash and we go in, you know, and there's bag laying there and it's got an envelope and it's got your name and address and all that sort of stuff on there, and we can verify that that's, that's yours, you know, and you dumped it there, then, you know, you're going to be getting the fine. But the one who caught that, not our folks picking up trash from the county, but you know, if you saw a car backed in and they're dumping a refrigerator and you got their tag and says, hey, you know, here they are and here's a picture or something of them, whatever, and we take them and prosecute them, then you're going to get half or part half. of that back. Half, I think it is. So a little encouragement to... That's uh, going to be encouraging and watching sure. folks, you know, uh, or if you're driving down the, the road, like the mayor was just saying, you know, and here goes some stuff flying out or a mattress flies out of the thing and, you know, like, well, there's this tag, you know, that just flew out of the truck, you know, so get that down and and turn those folks in and that's going to make us a little more aware as well you know everybody's got a camera on their hip or in their purse or in their pocket now you know so uh, these things are even getting better as we speak so take a picture of it turn it in and um we'll We'll put it on wgns that's right that's right (laughs) we'll get you some extra money coming in there our number is 615-893-1450 we're going to check on the traffic and weather we'll be back and when we come back, uh, if you want to join us, 615-893-1450, a whole lot more happening in our county. Already we're learning about uh, redoing the convenience centers. We're already hearing about uh, some of these new opportunities for businesses to get into uh, recycling and working on the landfill. We'll learn more about what's happening in our county in just a moment. Stay with us. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays from 1 to 4. WGNS, your good neighbor. 
Station. Broadway County's place to talk. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. Don't let fleas get the jump on your pet. Stop by Animal City for premium flea and tick protection to keep your pet safe. Here at Animal City, we are longtime pet lovers and pet keepers. We also carry a variety of hard-to-find products for your specialty pets. Come see us and let our 30 years' worth of experience be helpful for you. You can find Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. I'm Dr. O, and I welcome you to meet our compassionate team at Amaville Farms Family Dentistry. Come check out our new patient special. We're located just off of I-24 on Amaville Road. Amaville Farms Family Dentistry. Come fill the Amaville Farms difference. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. Norm Alzir, he's a World War II vet. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. When you went into the war, at what stage? Was it the beginning, the middle, close to the end? Well, it was close to the beginning, December 7th. How many were on your crew? Six gunners and four officers. Did you ever keep count of how many you shot down? Well, yeah, I shot down three. How old were you when you went in? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. And what was your parents' opinion of the... the... No, my parents were dead a long time. I was an orphan. Being the young man you were, what kept you going? What was the driving force inside of Norm? I don't know if I could really answer that. You had a job to do, and you had to do it. That's about it, you know. Uh, you just didn't worry about it. You just no, did it. You did it. That's right. And uh, whenever you got back from a mission, you kissed the ground. I'm glad you're alive. Well, Norm, I look back and think, how would your relatives hear from you? They called a V-mail. If you wanted to write a letter home, they call it a V-mail. A V-mail instead of an email, huh? Yeah. You wrote your letter, then an officer would take it, and he'd go over it. If he thought there was stuff in there that shouldn't be said, he would cut it out. And sometimes your letter would get home and we'd be nothing but holes. This has been a Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Veteran and locally owned, fast and available 24-7. Restoration One offers preventative maintenance so that you never have to experience a loss like this again. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume making its way up the interstate right now in the rain. Give yourself extra time here on 24 towards Nashville. It's really been interesting over in South Nashville. Had a jackknife truck there on 65 southbound at Armory. They've been dealing with that mess all morning long and what a backup it is in both directions. A Prince's Hot Chicken will be opening inside the National Museum of African American Music on Broadway coming up in May. All the details at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. 
For this afternoon, we'll see a good chance for showers and thunderstorms across the area, high of 58. We'll then see partly cloudy skies tonight with a low near 28. I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 51. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. WTNS, AM, FM, and online. Welcome back. Our number, 615-893-1450. Be a part of our show, 615-893-1450. This morning, we are focusing on Rutherford County. And our guest this morning, our Rutherford County Mayor, Bill Ketron, and Deputy Mayor Steve Sandlin, who is having a birthday today. Uh, so he's just excited beyond belief. You're playing the, the dance song. and that's, yeah. Is that the birthday dance song? That's the birthday dance song. Is that why you were doing that? I, yeah, I thought it was the funky chicken you were doing. Pretty cool. The chicken dance. Chicken dance. <laughs> Well, I understand that uh, the county workers have once again united and uh, we're helping people with uh, feeding the hungry uh, here in the community. Tell us how that went. Uh, We had a great event in spite of the the COVID and in spite of the weather uh, because it poured down all day Saturday. But out at Lane Agra this past weekend, Bart, we had uh, 18 different uh, county departments that came together want to give kudos and shout out to um, uh, some of the students. We had over 20 students from Central Magnet School who came on Friday and actually helped put the seasoning into the bag uh, and put labels onto the bag and got that set up. And they got credits for community service, these uh, high school students did. And then so we had over 140, Steve, 100? Yes, sir. Had over 140 uh, employees show up, and we all said, ready, set, go, and everybody was on a team, and you were on the orange team, blue team, whatever, and so we started scooping rice and put it in the bowl, and then somebody scoops beans and put it in the bowl, and then put it into the into the bag that's already got the preseason uh, seasoning packet in it. It goes down, you weigh it, and seal it, and then you start putting it in boxes. So we, we came up with uh, this year... We exceeded our goal uh, of 60,000. We did 61,344 meals. Uh, (laughs) It feeds a family. Each bag, you boil it in water and feeds a family of six. And so these are for families that are uh, food insecure. And we distributed them, had all the different uh, not-for-profit agencies uh, back up right after we got through. We did it all in two hours, 61,000 meals on two hours. That's unbelievable. We had a little... Had a DJ out there, and we were playing music. Everybody yeah. was into the oh, beat, yeah. and, and uh, um, so we had Greenhouse Ministries, Salvation Army, Boys and Girls Club, every food bank imaginable in Rutherford County backed up, and we're so thankful that they can start distributing and handing these uh, food bags out. Bart, last year was the first year that we did this, and um, we were our goal was fifty thousand, and I think we did about fifty three or fifty two or something mm-hmm. like that, and. Uh, so that that inspired the mayor to do you know even more this year. But what a perfect time in last year because we did this in February, and then in March, it, it you know COVID hit, and so these these meals were just you know just sucked up immediately. So what a perfect time in last year to 
for the mayor to start this program and and uh, what an awesome job but i know you was getting ready to say it but sonia uh she and her team hr team put it together helped to organize it they did a better job than what they did last year you know but everybody walked away feeling so inspired and feeling good because they give something back to the community there were no county dollars used in this uh taxpayer dollars used in this i raised personally raised the money um uh it was over fifty five hundred dollars from four of our big sponsors that that i contacted and they said how much you want me to write the check for because they felt good that we were doing this uh putting putting um uh food into into people's um uh, stomachs actually got a little competition with with one last year and said the other one was thinking about it and so right. then that that enticed them so to get had, money so we we had blue water <laughs> industries blue water um, uh, bought out uh, hoover uh here recently rogers group who, who has a rock quarry here smart and ready mix and right construction uh were our four sponsors this year so we were thankful for them for helping us uh, our county employees put this together it was a good team building event uh, for the county and oh and i hadn't told the mayor this i talked to two different ones yesterday and they felt really bad because see the the time change was i mean it was done differently bart we were going to do it when the big snowstorm hit <laughs> and we had to had to cancel it and uh our semi-tractor and, got uh, stuck in st louis couldn't oh, get no. here yeah so yeah. they turned around and went back to iowa bringing the food to us yeah and so uh and with covid also in the the regulations and keeping everything separate. Sonia, our HR director, really did a great job in putting all that together because we had to spread everybody out six feet, you know, and mask and hairnets and everything. You can see some pictures that our uh, PIO put on online, but uh, what an awesome event. But anyway, long story short, those folks said they felt really bad in not coming and showing what they had as far as a team and competing. So next year, they want to compete with the folks who actually – gave the funds to you know to pay for the meals and they're going to show us who's boss as far as uh their team's going to win well they you know competition. Have bigger check so you well know. that's right and i think they won a first place won uh a large size chocolate bunny, chocolate bunny. everyone oh, i'm got us yeah. a large size chocolate bunny and so then second place won like a medium size chocolate bunny and then the third place won a small chocolate bunny so you're going to have people bouncing off the wall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a great event. Hey, you're going to have to come next year. I will. And, I, I and came to the first one. You yeah, did. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Last yeah. Year. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Sixty-one thousand three hundred forty-four. Way to go. That's phenomenal. See another way that uh, we're living in the best place. That's right. Now another area here that uh, is a, a great growth in the area: uh, the new buildings for ambulance and fire. Yes, sir. Uh, tell us about that. Well, uh, our architect has it right now. They're doing the geo uh, tech work on the drilling and looking at the proper soils and et cetera. So, right now, the our intent is to build two, uh, which will be about a five thousand square foot building. Uh, it'll house on one side two bays for fire trucks, and on the other side, it'll have one bay that can be ex- expanded upon. It, you know, with our growth, but it'll have our ambulances. Uh, our plan right now is to put uh, two in this year's budget, one being in Rockvale on the property where the elementary school is, and the second one would be at Kittrell in front of their current volunteer fire department. And if we're keeping our fingers crossed, if a grant comes in from the federal government, we're going to do all six, which would put one in Walter Hill, Las Casas, 
Almaville and Christiana on top of Rockville and um, and uh, Kittrell. Now, on these uh, federal grants, uh, is mm-hmm. that uh, are there other people competing for them? Or no, sir. It? This is uh, this is a uh, uh, federal recovery grant uh, that all counties are getting. Matter of fact, uh, the amount that we're getting is sixty four million dollars. Uh, the schools in Rutherford County are getting fifty six point three million dollars. And they're going to be taking, trying to get rid of all the portables by adding on to the existing. Like at Rockville, they've got, uh, gosh, 12 or 13 portables. They're going to add on and try to get rid of those portables out there. I've the never seen school. a school without portables. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, as, we, started, as soon as we build them, right, we're having I mean, look. even when I was in school, back when we rode ponies to school, I remember <laughs> third grade, you, I was in a portable. You hissed your pony around back? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was in a portable. Are you around? Yeah. Well, so, our, our did tremendous. Did you ever go to a school that didn't have a portable? Uh, matter of fact, I went to Mitchell Nielsen uh, Elementary, and we built that little building in the back, but it did not have a portable. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay. And then went to Central. so there's been somebody out there who didn't. Yeah, I, I never. <laughs> had I went a to classroom. school in Lincoln County, and I had sixth grade. I was in a portable. Yeah. Our our library was in a portable. And that's small county. Way, you know, of, way of life. Portable porta potty too. No, we had indoor plumbing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have shoes, but we had indoor plumbing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh-huh. So that's uh, that, that's on the horizon there. Uh, some new uh, fire department and ambulance stations. If we get that money, when do you think those will be finished? Well, uh, our architect said that. Um, about 12 to 18 months it would take uh, to build each one of those. But uh, inside of that building also, Bart, we'll, we will have, uh, you know, where the kitchen is and it's a combo area. It will be a certified tornado shelter. And we'll have a tower on top of the facility uh, in the communications that will have a, a tornado siren. So this is really um going out into our rural communities where the growth is actually occurring. I mean, you go to Rockville, right before you get to the school, there's a 300-home subdivision on the left-hand side. There's 250 uh, home projected on the under-construction right now uh, subdivision. Uh, so that's why we, we've we got to take this money and, and, and start investing into this rural area, you know, from roads and water, sewer, um, you know, schools. And we want to we want to protect. And I think the county commission wants to do that. We we spend a lot of money on schools, but we've never really taken care of our citizens. That's why we want to enhance our convenience centers, uh, make them better, and also take care from a public safety standpoint our citizens as well. Now that brings us to another addition, mm-hmm. and that is the county court clerk's office in the back Blackman community. Yeah, that is considered our one stop. Uh, we call it one stop, and that that building's right next. It's on the corner of Blaze and Fortress, uh, right next to the new uh, city fire department. We'll be right on the corner, so the county court, uh, excuse me, the county clerk, not court clerk, but county clerk. Uh, she's getting uh, forty five hundred square feet office there to um, sell your license tags, get your passports, marriage certificates, so it would be an extension of her facility here on um, Maple Street. And um, uh, we're also going to build another 4,000 square feet for, uh, don't know what's going in there yet, for expansion for county offices, and then another 4,000 square feet on the end of that building for the Department of Safety. 
Um, the Department of Safety is going to put in a new – it's a new concept. There's only going to be five of them in the state of Tennessee. It was approved last year in, in the state budget to put in a kiosk express facility. So they'll still have the one over here on Middle Tennessee Boulevard where you go take your driver's test and et cetera and the long lines that wrap around that building. This will be more kiosks where you go in and just renew your driver's license. But you can get the picture at all of That's it. That's correct. Basically, there's a kiosk at the library, at the line ball library. That is, that is correct. And this is going to be, uh, you know, 4,000 square feet of. A bunch of kiosks. A, a bunch of kiosks. <laughs> okay. You bet. Uh, and speaking of the line ball library, yes, or the Rutherford County Library, uh, there was yeah. talk about putting it in this location. Well, we borders. talked to Ms. Shacklett, uh, Rita Shacklett, yesterday. Um, and John Lodel, we were talking about that, and, and uh, they're, they still have that interest of right next to this building. They're on Fortress and Blaze is putting in a community library. And I think that's where Lineball wants to go is to maybe uh, get away from the downtown area and start taking the libraries out to the different communities, similar to the facility that's over by Hopgood on, on uh, Mercury. Yeah, the, the technical center. Technical center, mm-hmm. right. So these are things that are uh, happening in the future. We're going to uh, pause for a quick break here, and then we'll be back and wrap up the segment. If there's a topic that you want to get in and it hasn't been covered yet, you can text us, 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. We will be right back. If you want to talk sports, you want to talk local, you want to talk with Monty Hill Jr. and Tim Tackett, it's all sports talk, weekdays at 5 on WGNS. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Old friends, new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume making its way up the interstate right now in the rain. Give yourself extra time here on 24 towards Nashville. It's really been interesting over in South Nashville. Had a jackknife truck there on 65 Southbound at Armory. They've been dealing with that mess all morning long, and what a backup it is in both directions. A Princess Hot Chicken will be opening inside the National Museum of African American Music on Broadway coming up in May. All the details at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. For this afternoon, we'll see a good chance for showers and thunderstorms across the area, high of 58. We'll then see partly cloudy skies tonight with a low near 28. I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 51. 
Join me, America's career coach, Ken Coleman, weekdays live at noon here on News Radio WGNS for practical advice to help you discover the work you were born to do. Welcome back. The birthday boy is with us today. He's going to have uh, some of that banana pudding from Slick Pig. You can almost taste it now. Woohoo! <laughs> that's the camel on Wednesday, right? Yeah, hump day. Right. Hump day. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Steve Sandlin is with us this morning, the deputy mayor, and we'll, we'll give him first credit because it's birthday. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's a great day. <laughs> great day to be born in Tennessee. Hey, who called that in, Bart? Was that my lovely wife? You know, I don't know. It was already on the list when okay. I came in. Okay. I bet it was my lovely wife. It could. I'm sure it was. She thinks a lot of me on my birthday. Only on your birthday. Huh? Uh, especially on my birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we, we, we have a Bible study on Wednesday morning, a group of us do, and, and so he he usually, everybody in his family gets breakfast in bed, uh-huh. and he had to leave early, so he didn't get it this morning. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was either Sorry about that. Bible study or breakfast in bed, and I chose Bible study. That's because he's on a diet and he can't eat that banana pudding, so he's got to give that to me today. <laughs> I love you, Mayor, but uh, I'm not going to give you that banana not. pudding. <laughs> so you're doing pretty well with your diet? I've lost 25 and a half pounds since Way January. Go. Way to go. Uh, that, and it doesn't just fall off easily. No, it doesn't. I hung right around 20 and 23 for a, just kind of seemed like a month and a half. I couldn't. My wife's been helping me. She's doing that keto stuff, and yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she fooled me the other night. I thought I was eating new potatoes, and I said, I, "We can't. I'm not supposed to eat potatoes." I said, "These are really good." And so when I got through eating them, she was like, "They're not potatoes." <laughs> I said, "What are they?" She said, "They're radishes. If you really? bake them, she cut them. They look like new potatoes. Yeah, and taste like potatoes. Man, they were great." They were awesome. Ooh, sounds good. Call my wife. You can get some good recipes. She's She's got that. She knows what she's doing. That's why I'm trying to lose weight, see? I don't want to hurt her feelings on anything she cooks, so. Okay. <laughs> now, before we leave today, uh, we need to touch on some other things that are going on in the county uh, with some of the uh, growth that we're seeing. Uh, we're exploding growth-wise. Uh, do you foresee... The county has several properties downtown. Uh, do you foresee any of those being sold in the near future, like the jail property, uh, any of the other properties downtown? I'll, uh, I, I tasked Steve with that, and uh, since he's got a, a real estate background, and, and uh, he made a presentation just last week to property management. And uh, so we've put that before the county commission committee and uh, let them decide what they want to hang on to and what they want to get rid of. And we've got some landlike properties we're interested in getting rid of as well. Steve? Yes. Uh, we've got uh, several that we're starting off with at first. Um, the county approved um, a subcommittee kind of thing uh, for uh, delinquent tax uh, properties that uh, the county has in its possession. And so this last October, and so we met at the, the back of uh, of a property management meeting uh, last week and talked about these. And so we've got uh, several that we're getting ready to send letters out to to all the surrounding property owners to see if they have any interest in purchasing those properties. It, it would benefit them onto their property um, 
uh, either to the north, south, east, or west, or whatever of their property. So it would benefit them the most before actually going and trying to sell it out into the open public. And so we're we're sending it to those uh, surrounding property owners first. And then there's a couple pieces of property like the old bank property that uh, that they made a decision on actually last month to uh, sell it in the fall and we're going to auction it in the fall so we'll be uh, looking forward to getting some information or start looking uh, for information on that here before long Uh, we'll get through budget and everything and then we'll ramp up and start getting ready to get the advertising on it and uh, and auction that property in the fall we're almost out of time but we have another question here from a listener who says great news for the department of safety but have you considered more space for cdl that's really up to the state over on their other location over here i think i don't know if they that's where they do their cdls also that's correct and that that won't be in this express facility uh we i've signed a long-term lease with the with the state um so it's a seven-year lease is what they go in with and we'll build it to suit on this property uh but the uh, property over on middle Tennessee boulevard is where the cdl is and they're supposed to be expanding mr pettigo's the owner of that building and has a lease with the state and they're supposed to be expanding the parking area and uh, redoing that building it's my understanding 